Welcome to GKAD, Gaijin Kampai Risen from the Ashes, in, in chibi form. GKAD was created because there still isn't a good podcast for Japanese music reviews, and of course, we missed you guys. Well, I missed you guys. I don't know about the other two. I missed them too. I missed them more than you did. She says that because microphones are on. <laughs> He's a liar. Yes. Well, things are a bit different this time. The name of the game is Simple. Our name is shorter, our podcast is shorter, and our reviews are focused somewhat. So thank you all for coming back, and hello to all our new listeners. This episode, we are reviewing Amuro Namie's July 2013 album, Feel. Reviewing the album is myself, Loki. Jaylee. And you can call me Zero. This is Amuro Namie's Gazillionth studio album and one of her most awesome. Wow. <laughs> or 11th. Yeah, okay, 11th. What were the singles from this album? Just um, Big Boy's Big Cry. Big Boy's Cry. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That was simple. The B-side didn't make it? Nope. Shame. No, I was well. upset about that because I think Beautiful is beautiful. I thought it was a really good song. Right, well, so. duh, it's the name of the song. I prefer Damage. Damage. Damage was epic. I'm really pissed Damage is on here. Well, let's actually start with what you guys preferred. Jaylee, give us your review of Feel. Um, I think it's fantastic. I, you know, I didn't really watch the PVs or anything, so when I originally listened to it months and months ago, it was very fresh for me. Um, it starts off really awesome with Alive, and then it only has one kind of stumbling point and that's can you feel this love but after that it picks up and it really doesn't let you go um big boys cry of course is a single i really liked it but when you put it on this album it kind of doesn't hold up against the other awesome songs like hands on me heaven poison i could just basically list the rest of the track list i mean it's that good of an album um i thought that the composition did a lot of really interesting and innovative stuff instead of doing you know the cliched boring dubstep breakdown in the middle of songs that japan's doing now and um i thought that the songs to dance to were completely fucking danceable and even the slower songs like control and contrail excuse me and let me let me yeah and let me let you go were fantastic I know that. Didn't she do dubstepy breakdown in one of the songs? Nope. There is not oh. any dubstep. Rainbow had a Rainbow had a little bit of a kind of a, a dubstepy loose. Does it? There's a there's a there's a break in the middle of one of the songs, and now that I have Big Boy's Crying stuck in my head, I keep saying it's that, but it's not. Where it just kind of it stops and it kind of drops the beat a little bit and does dubstepy for about fifteen seconds. Her repetition of the chorus is a little it's a little dubstepy in in Rainbow. That's sort of a drop. It has a drop. It doesn't have any wubs. It has the drop, which is the okay. Part of there are drops, but there are no wubs to be found. This is a wub-free so. production. Wubs are for people who are imitating dubstep. I think yeah. drops are more with the actual spirit of dubstep and why people enjoy it. So it's like she took the good part of dubstep and stuck it in there and didn't bother with the wubs. It was not wubulous in any way. 
she applied it to the J-pop arts. Yes. So, um, I'd say that my favorite track off the album easily is Poison. Bullshit. La <laughs> <laughs> La La is actually pretty good, too. But, um... Fuck you! <laughs> la 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 is the best! <laughs> no, don't give me your condescending tones. <laughs> it's good, except the English bugs me. Um, it's not what? even that Englishy. Uh, yeah. Compared to Let Me Let You Go, come on. I reckon I like you, and then the presence, presence, presence. I know. Presence, presence, presence. Presence, presence, presence. That's not English. That's wow. Just, you know. Oh, it's not English. It's just nothing that any pop star would ever say. Um, That's pretty true. Who speaks English. But one of the things that I was kind of disappointed in, Supernatural Love, um, it's... I really like almost all of the song except for the chorus because it's really cool and the bridges and the verses and it's all building up and then the chorus is just boring and it doesn't do anything and that that almost makes me like it less than Can You Feel This Love because it has so much to it that is great and then ultimately falls flat in one of the most important parts of a the most important part of a pop song which is the chorus so Supernatural love is better if you listen to it really loud in the car. I could see that. I don't. The I don't like supernatural homeless people begging for money. The the chorus at home when I'm listening to it at home on the computer, I I'm totally with you on that. But whenever I listen to supernatural love in the car, I'm like, fuck yeah, this is awesome. It's clearly mixed to be played loud. You can't mm. listen to it at room volume. It's just really boring. But yeah. So zero, why don't you pick it up from there? I love this album. It's funny because like I um I was really excited about the album. So before the album, I was like, I'm not going to listen to any of the previews. I'm not going to look at any of the video previews or anything. I'm going to wait. Like I heard the first half of Contrail on SoundCloud and that was it. That was all I let myself hear. And um, so then I listened to the album and this compared to Uncontrolled and Past Future, the arrangements are very sparse um, because it's very like distilled down to what it needed and nothing more, which at the time was kind of disappointing for me, but like the more I listened to it, the more I heard what like Jaylee heard in the in the melodies is that they did do interesting things. It's like the album kind of takes everything that's being done right in J-pop and everything that's being done right in European pop and everything that's done right in Western pop and kind of you know put them together, but without anything that makes any of them not work. Like I said, it's distilled down to what's essential and that's it, and that makes it much better um after about two two listens through the album i was just completely in love with just about every track um i'll be honest with you my least favorite track on the album is probably big boys cry and i still love that song so (laughs) i I do have my clear favorites on the album like i love alive um because it sort of sounds sleepy and desperate uh, which, I, whether it's on purpose or not, it, it's really effective. It works very, very well. This sounds like a woman struggling to be relevant to whoever's affection she's trying to get, and it works really well. Um, La 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 is so great. Melodically, it's perfect. I love the arrangement so much. It's just nice. I feel like I'm floating on a cloud whenever I listen to that song, and it just makes me smile uncontrollably every time I listen to it. Cannot help it. Love that song so much. I will listen to it 70,000 times. And never to seventy thousand and one. Oh, <laughs> shut up! Well, I'm seventy thousand infinity. Oh, plus one. <laughs> infinity times infinity. Shit! <laughs> I yeah, win. Okay, science. kids. Recess is over. Um, <laughs> as far as the English on the album, the thing that 
I think because the English is so inconsistent, that's what made the English on the album irritating. Because sometimes she sounds great and you can understand almost everything she's saying. And then other times, like, let me let you go. You can't understand half the words in that. The word heaven sounds like headburn when she's saying it in the song. It just doesn't work in those instances. So the momentum of it is really, really thrown off. I think I wouldn't have noticed the English so much if it was just straight English the whole way through the album. But because some songs have it better than others, it's it's jarring. So th- that was another sort of obstacle when I was first listening to the album that I had to kind of get over to really hear how good it is production and melody-wise, you know? I give Amro Namie a lot of shits because it's not the style that I listen to, but I think just her track record over the last two or three albums, I, I just can't deny that she makes good music, and I'm a closeted fan, and I don't really want to be, but I enjoy it because she does stuff like La La La. But anyway, um, this album is definitely an album of the year contender, big time. It's solid throughout. I mean, they're really the only song. I mean, I'm never going to like a song like Let Me Let You Go. Never going to like that kind of song. So take that for what you will. Um, Individually, I think the songs are great. I think Jaylee's right. Big Boy's Cry does kind of stand out a little bit, almost like a sore. It's still a great song, but it kind of sticks out like a sore thumb from the rest of the album. It just it is so different from the rest of like the other vibe that she's going with the rest of the album that it does kind of stick out but still a good song um poison jaylee kind of dropped the mic on me today and said poison's awesome so i gave it a couple more listens and um i more and more i listen to it i'm lukewarm on it now but i didn't like it to begin with i think it has that boa i'm gonna eat you upness to it and i think she did it better and <laughs> wow, that's not what I hear in the song at all. I think Eric, you. I, I think Loki's just butthurt about the song because it's saying that drinking is bad in it. <laughs> I didn't even pick that up, but maybe subconsciously. <laughs> maybe. Um, the the only the only thing I will give this album is I wish it was in a little bit of a different order. I wish La 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 and Let Me Let You Go were changed because I think. La La La, Contrail, and Stardust in My Eyes, they have such a really nice flow together. They all have that same whimsical, uh, you know, dance poppiness to them that is great, and it would finish off the album so much stronger, I think, if it was in that order. And then, I mean, La 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 just has those warm, wet, string, synthy sounds that just, they're awesome, and the chorus is great, and it's, you know, being American, Japanese music fans, it's the easiest to sing along with. Um... And other songs like Alive is, a, I think, a really good intro. I actually stepped it up a notch when I listened to it in the context of the flow of the album. It starts off really well. You know, Rainbow Great. Stardust in My Eyes is like the perfect song to close out the album because it, it makes me feel so good when I listen to it. You, you know how I, how I am usually about how I want it to be a slow song that closes an album? This is one of the biggest exceptions to that rule of mine. It is such a great closer. I have never had a fast song that I enjoyed as a closer more than Stardust in My Eyes. It sounds so victorious. The, the whole album, like, Alive sounds like, please love me, I fucking need you to love me. It's, I'm desperate. And then at the end, it's like she feels triumphant because she gets that love at the end, you know? It's great. It's awesome. Yeah, Stardust in My Eyes does that that thing that albums do so rarely for me, which is makes me want to listen to the album again right away. Mm-hmm. Start from the beginning and just blow through it again. It's great. Um... 
yeah, I mean, you can't. This is a great album, and pretty much everyone on either spectrum of the, you know, music taste scene should give a listen because it's it's quality. I mean, she's obviously the best J-pop singer for a reason. It's because she gets the great songs and they work for her. She's got that. She's always got that little bit of attitude to her that works so well for her. She has swagger um, in a tiny little package. <laughs> she's like this. You and Nami, I have a lot in common. <laughs> Does she say shit in Big Boys Cry? Yeah, she's a so. shit babe. The okay. lyric sheet says sit, which makes no sense, but we know yeah. she says shit. <laughs> and what the fuck is a contrail? It's the it's thing the, that happens behind planes. An airplane. The the sort oh. of jet stream coming out of an airplane, yeah. You mean the jet stream? <laughs> yeah. But it's, technically it's called a contrail. You're a contrail. You're a contrail. <laughs> oh my god. What? I just said the word. You follow a trail of cunts. <laughs> smells like fish, but I know where they are. <laughs> oh. Wow. Thank you for listening to this episode of GKAD. If you like what you hear, check out our other episodes at jpopjrock.com and subscribe to us on iTunes. Also check out jpopjrock.com for our monthly GKPV picks to watch music videos of the new songs we just can't seem to shake and leave a comment for your favorites as well. Johnny! On the song, she says beaches. <laughs> On the lyric sheet, it says beaches, but we know it's beaches. And I know she's never seen that movie. And I dodged Tom Hanks bullet. is a treasure. What? <laughs> Tom Hanks isn't in beaches. Oh, you're thinking Splash? No, I was thinking of the Burbs. Oh, you're thinking of Burbs? Oh no, you got to think of Splash. You can't. Be <laughs> you got to think of Splash. You can't be my friend unless you're thinking of Splash. <laughs> How do they have sex? See, that, I don't know, man. And it, well, you figure she's got to like poop from somewhere. Maybe they oh just have my. a channel. <laughs> but it's like those goldfish poops that just kind of hang out the butt yeah. as she swims around. <laughs> a bird contrail of poop. <laughs>